Hi there, and welcome to a different way of seeing. Have you ever wondered how a disabled person lives their life? Join our host Lois Drachen as she chats to people about work, education, travel, sport, the arts, and leisure, and the tools and techniques they use to live their lives with the disability. And now, on with the show. It's Lois. Just a quick note to say that if you are a person with a disability who is wanting to achieve a goal and would like some help with that, then stay tuned after today's interview and I'll try and help you in that area. Right, let's dive into today's episode. Hi there and welcome to another episode of A Different Way of Seeing, a podcast where we talk all things disability. This is the second episode featuring people with disabilities involved in business and jobs. And today I'm talking with Winston Farney, who is a tour guide in and around the Cape Town area. Winston, good morning. Welcome to A Different Way of Seeing. Uh, morning, morning, Lois, and thanks for having me in the show. It's great, and it's great to have a chance to chat to you. And I'm so looking forward to chatting to you about the work that you do. So, if we can just start off, I know a little bit about you. I know a little bit about the work you're doing, but just try and give my listeners a little bit of an overview of who you are and your journey through life. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> uh, good morning, everyone. My name is Winston Farney. Uh, I was born in PE. Uh, I came to Cape Town in 2016 uh, after my wife got a job this side in 2014. Then I had to come this side in uh, 2016. Uh, by means of finding a job, yes, I did find one, uh, but I got retrenched due to COVID from the command that I was looking for. Then I decided to do a tourist guiding, co- a tourist guiding course. Yeah, it went so successful. Thanks to Cape Town Tourism, who then uh, paid for my tuition fees. Uh, so, yeah, I became the first blind tourist guide in Africa, the certified first blind tourist guide in Africa. At the moment, we are busy running uh, what started as a project, uh, but uh, grew up to be a, a, thing, a movement which is called Limitless Cape Town. So before we dig into a little more detail of your story, you said that when you moved from Port Elizabeth to Cape Town, you did find a job. Tell us about some of your work background and that, you know, b- before you got into being a tour guide. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, it was a totally different story because uh, it had nothing to do uh, with tourism. I was working uh, on customer service, uh, being a call center agent. So what started your interest in the hospitality and tourism industries? <laughs> it's quite a, a, an amazing story, a fun story. Okay, uh, what happened is after we, I got retrenched, we had to move from where we were staying because now we had to adjust, uh, we had to get a cheaper place. So we moved to a township called Mfuleni. Then uh, a good friend of, uh, of ours, uh, Tania, wanted to come and visit us. Uh, in, in Fuleni, uh, then she couldn't find a way there. Then she gave me a call asking for directions. Then I uh, managed to direct her from where she was coming from 
to our place. So that's when and where she came about with this uh, idea of me becoming a tourist guide. If I can be able to direct someone in, in, in a busy area like Mfule and I'm able to navigate myself, why can't I uh, uh, lead people who who's not know Cape Town and tell them about Cape Town? So that's how it started. That's a really fascinating kind of origin story. And it's it's good to know that from that chance beginning, it's turned into a whole new world of opportunities for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell us a little bit about the training that you did. What was that training? What did it look like? And what were some of the challenges that you had to overcome in order to be certified as a tour guide? Oh, okay. Uh, let me finish up uh, my, 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 my story first. Uh, I had to do it. I grabbed the opportunity because uh, at that moment, I was doing nothing and I'm a family man. I had to put forth on the table for my family. So I, I was looking for anything that uh, will bring remuneration. Uh, so yeah, I had to do it. There were challenges because I was the first blind student in, in this field. So yeah, but we had to go and convince uh the, the guy who, who did the training with me, his name is Scott Womack. He's such an amazing guy. So we had to go and convince him. Yeah, yeah, he gave me, he gave me a chance, granted me a chance. I said, no, come, uh, 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 let's walk this journey. Uh, but now the challenge was I had to take a taxi from Fulani to Century City, walk from uh, the taxi rank, uh, 1,300 kilometers from the taxi rank to where my classes were, were, were taking place. It was uh, a bit of a challenge, but yeah, uh, a man got to do what a man got to do sometimes. So I had to train myself uh, three, four times before uh, the, the, the thing, the training started. So, yeah. So that was the, the first challenge was actually getting to the, the training center Absolutely. where you were trained. Absolutely. So what did your training, I mean, was it lectures? Was it, I mean, what, what did, how were you trained? Okay. Uh, the it was lectures and there were lectures and then there were, there were, there were practical side of things. Uh, we had to attend uh, lectures. Then after after finishing, we had to go for for for, thing, for, for practicals, whereby we had to be inside the bus, traveling uh, 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 in a bus, uh, going to those destinations. Uh, my route. Was uh, I was given Stellenbosch, the village museum. I was given uh, Stellenbosch to do my assessment there. I was given the village museum and the botanical gardens. Remember, we were a group, so in that route we will share, uh, we'll share the destination. So I was given a uh, uh, village museum in Stellenbosch and the botanical gardens. And in doing your practicals, did you have to research the information? Or were you provided information that you had to become familiar with so that you could then share that with people when you guided them around the the, the site? There was no way that I was going to be given information. Remember, that was an assessment. In order for me to pass practicals, I had to, I had to, do, to do my own research. So uh, in tourism world, there's what you call a Reiki, whereby uh, a tourist guide or a trainee go to a place where she or he's going to be assessed, uh, do the research there, walk the route, uh, get 
as as much information as uh, she or he, or he or she can get uh, from, from people who are working on that site. And then, yeah, that's how it's, it's done. So I had to go uh, there more than four times in, in, in my case because I, I can't see. So I was, I was going to run my tours slightly different from the others. So I had to know the place by heart. So yeah, I had to go there three to four times uh, by the help of, of, of Tania. We, we could manage. So... Your means of researching, was that through the internet or were you finding that there are people at the site who are also willing to help to share information with you? Uh, I had to be there physically because uh, first and foremost, uh, the first part of my research, uh, it's that with me having, uh, having to navigate myself around the area. Having to, be, having to be comfortable to know to know the, 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 the place by heart. So I had to walk. I had to do a, a, a bit of orientation and obey the first before uh, getting the information. So we had to go there, practice the route first before getting any, info, any information. Uh, lucky for me, the, 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 the destination which they chose, there are people who are there who are site guides, who, pro, who provide information. So my duty, my, my duty was to just walk uh, tourists from house number one to house number two. Then the site guides would give the information uh, regarding the houses. Okay, so there's quite a lot of collaboration that happens between the work that you're doing and the existing facilities at the the sites that you are um, guiding. I want to move now a little bit more onto your Salt River Street Art Tour, which is a tour that I've had the opportunity to be on, and it's absolutely fascinating. I learned so much on that tour. I learned so much. And even I, as a blind person, I had got such an appreciation from you for the street art and what it symbolizes and what it all means. So let's talk about the development of that particular tour. From you now certified as a tour guide, Mm -hmm. how did you start developing and land up guiding on the street art tour as your first tour? Uh, it all started with these two ladies, uh, <clears throat> Wendy and Tanya, who saw a potential in me uh, to become a tourist guide because I was sitting uh, here home with my wife uh, thinking, okay, uh, which tour am I going to develop and how am I going to, am I going to develop my first tour? Uh, this lady is calling, I remember it was on a Sunday, saying, look, man, we're in Salt River because now uh, you're lecturer says we need to do uh, uh, another assessment on a different uh, place now, in a, in a different uh, site now, uh, other than Stellenbosch. You have passed Stellenbosch, but now he needs to make sure. Uh, so now we need to do another assessment in a, in a, in a different uh, thing. Obviously now, but now we are here in Salt River. Uh, we are trying to put together a tour, what we think can become a tour, okay? So yeah, when the time comes, we'll come and pick you up so then we, we, we will conclude uh, what, what, what we have started here. So that's how it started. Then Tanya, they did it, and then they, she came to me and said, no, man, I think we can, we can, we can uh, develop a tour there. Then I had to do a Reiki. I think it was more than four times before being assessed in, in Salt River. Before start, uh, starting uh, to do it as a tour, I, it, it, it came as an assessment, but we need to, can, we need to, come, up, we needed to come up with something different from the other uh, my, from my PLNRs then we sat down trying to uh, 
uh, blow my, my, my lecturer out, out of the water <laughs> by coming up with something different. So yeah, it worked. It worked. It worked in my, in my favor because he was never expecting uh, something like a street art walking tour being done by a blind, a blind man. But now he, he was saying, I need to uh, use all of my senses. I need to be, to do my toes slightly different because he can see that I, I, I can do this. But now I need not to compete with sighted guys. I need to bring something different due to, to the fact that... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm disabled and then I want people to see things through my eyes. So I had to come up with something different. So yeah, he was blown out of, out of, out of the water after he discovered that we, we, we managed to put together that tour. So it, it started as an, as an assessment, then it became a proper tour. What is so unique about the tour is that to the best of my knowledge, it's one of the first street tours in Cape Town that is fully accessible. So talk to me a little bit about the partnership with Cape Town Tourism, with Baz Art, and the, the creation of the accessible features that make this tour so unique. Uh, when we started this tour, well, we never thought of uh, the QR codes, which uh, uh, Cape Town Tourism helped us with. Uh, the voiceovers which I did with, with Buzz Art. It was uh, only a matter of uh, uh, describing the murals, investigating the meaning behind the murals and the conversation they have sparked uh, within the communities. Okay, So now uh, Cape Town Tourism uh, came and said, no, we can uh, do like we can plug in some QR codes here and a uh, 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 braille writing for for this tour to be accessible. Because remember, we, the, we, the, the only mission, the first mission we had was to make tourism inclusive and as accessible as possible to people who are visually impaired. Because they feel like uh, people without sight, they are being sidelined or they, they, they are not part of tourism due to the fact that they can't see these things Uh so yeah, that uh, Cape Town Tourism came up with that idea. Then Buzz Art, uh, they were they obliged to to to, to do that idea. They said uh, they came up with, with an idea of, of taking me to the studio and do some voiceovers and providing me with information uh, behind the murals. Because remember, most of the murals there belong to Buzz Art. Okay, so so they, they they were they were more than happy to to provide me with the information behind the murals. So yeah, it it, it became so easy because it was a collaboration of. Three parties. Baz Art is a community arts group. Are they Cape Town based, or do they work beyond Cape Town as well? Uh, as far as um, I know, uh, 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 they are Cape Town based. But yeah, I'm subject to be corrected if I'm mistaken. But yeah, I think they are Cape Town based. Great. Well, thank you so much. It, it's. I think it's really fascinating that. Together, collectively, the three organizations together, yourself with Wendy and Tanya's support, and then working with Baz Art and Cape Town Tourism, really did come up with something so unique. So who is the tour aimed at? Is it just aimed at sight-impaired people, or is there something, is it for sighted people as well? Uh, we are running the project uh, as I said before, it, it, it was first a project, but now it, it, it developed to a movement. It is called Limitless. So we need not to limit anyone. Anyone uh, can do the tour because for a sighted person, uh, a sighted person, what is there for a sighted person to, 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 to gain in the tour? They learn 
they learn to do the interpretation using the, 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 their, their minds. Remember, the eyes can see things, but the interpretation is done by, 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 by your mind. You can look at something, but not knowing what it is. It's your mind that figures out what it is, okay? So now we are, we are bringing that to people with sight. That is not, you don't see by eyes. You just look at, you look, look at things by eyes. It's, it's, your, it's, your, it's your mind who does the interpretation. It's your mind who sees things, okay, not your eyes. With uh, blind people, uh, we are painting the picture. Me as a blind person, I know for a fact that if you tell a blind person, you give a description of something to a blind person, that person will create a picture on his or her mind, and she he, or he will get the understanding of what you're talking about, uh, depending on the frame of reference, depending on how accurate you are in terms of describing what you're talking about. So it is for both sighted and blind people, which I think is fantastic. Absolutely. And tell us a little bit, just an overview of, if people come on the tour, what can they expect? Uh, there's more. There's more to offer. There's more to offer because in that street at Walking Tour, there's history. Uh, as I've said before, uh, we investigate the, uh, the meaning behind the murals and the conversation they've sparked within the communities. And most of the mural there, murals there is not what you what you are looking at, what the the, 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 the mural uh, contains. Okay, it only depends on people's frame, uh, on, on a person's frame of reference because. Or you can look at, at the mural, uh, or given, or can be given the description of the mural, but it's up to you on what you make up of the mural due to your frame of reference, okay? Due to your uh, experience. So yeah, some murals are, are straightforward, but some it depends on on one's interpretation uh, of the mural after being given the thing, uh, the description. Regardless of, of the meaning behind the mural, but you can come up with your own uh, uh, meaning of the uh, of the mural because remember, art is a powerful tool of communication. So yeah, it, 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 so that, that, that's that's what the thing that uh, the tour has on offer. How many murals are there currently in the tour? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, twenty six to twenty five. But uh, what I'm sure of is uh, thirteen belongs to past art. And that's not all that is included in the tour, is it? Yep. There's also some historic buildings that you visit. Yes, yes, yes. So tell us about what else people can expect in terms of places that they will visit. Uh, okay. <clears throat> uh, there's uh, there's a place, a historical place there in Salt River. It's number 40, it's 43 uh, Salt River Road. It is called the Community House Building. Uh, the community house building uh, in the early 19th centuries, it was a home to white women who came from the farms looking for jobs here, uh, here in the city. And then uh, it serves now as headquarters of the uh, Communist Party and, and all other trade unions are working from that place. In 2010, if I'm not mistaken, uh, it was announced as a pro provincial uh, heritage site. There's a lot of history in, in that place. It, it contains a lot of history. There's a big mural of Imran Haram there and, the, and the, uh, the, a bit of history about him. There's a mural of Jeanette Squam uh, and a bit history uh, uh, about her. Those were anti-apartheid activists uh, back in the days. 
Great. So there really is a lot of history as well as the art that is covered in this historic site in Salt River. Absolutely. Beyond the Salt River art tour, I believe that you are building your experience and launching into other areas. Mm -hmm. Tell us about some of the other projects that you are beginning to work on. Oh, okay. Uh, As a blind tourist guide... Uh, as I said before, uh, I'll sound like a broken record, but yeah, I have to. Uh, I have to bring something slightly different from, from, from the other tourist guide. Remember, I cannot compete with them. I need to bring something uh, slightly different from them. So now I sit down. Uh, I had this idea of sensory tours. Then I thought to myself, how am I going to do this sensory tours? Because... There are some other senses that we use, we as blind people, uh, other than uh, uh, vision. Uh, your, your, your hearing, uh, sense of touch, taste, and so forth. So now, uh, Claude Constantia came, uh, approached me to say, look, we want to do a wine tasting tour with you. So it uh, matched well with my uh, sensory tours, but now we're going to use the same sense of, 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 of taste, okay? We're, going to use our, uh, we're using our, our taste buds, differentiating wines, uh, using our taste buds in some tours, not having to see them, because my plan, uh, once we have launched this, this, uh, this tour, uh, I would like to have a guest, if I have, let's say, uh, Sighted guests, I would like to, 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 to blindfold some of them and let them figure out which wine and what color is it without me having to tell them. Then I'll give the story after they've tried to figure out which wine and what color is it. Okay. That sounds really exciting. And of course, with wine tasting, it's not just the sense of taste that you're using, mm-hmm. it's the sense of smell exactly, as well. Exactly, because it has different aromas. There are, there are different fruits, which, some, which one needs to differentiate using the, the sense of smell. Absolutely, I agree with you fully in that. Well, that sounds absolutely fantastic. And when do you think this is going to be launched? Uh, I'm not quite sure, but we are planning to, to, to have a launch uh, first week December. God willing, but yeah, now I'm still busy practicing putting together uh, some information because they've sent me information, and then now I'm I need to put it together and then try to put in my own words that will suit um, my my packs by saying my packs, I mean my guests. So yeah, I'm still busy with that. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know as soon as, as 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 we are about to do the launch because we are planning to do it in f- for first week December. But yeah, uh, time will tell. So it'll be happening relatively soon. I'm rec- we're recording this right at the end of November. Yeah, yeah. So it's something that will be happening in the next few weeks at yes, least, and hopefully yes. even before yeah. this podcast gets released. Exactly. So, Winston, if people would like to reach out to you to learn a little bit more about you, to Book for the tours. How can they find you? How can they reach you? Oh, well, before that, uh, there's also another tour which I'm practicing on. Uh, I'm also trying to <clears throat> match with uh, Diamond Works uh, to do uh, a Diamond Tours. That's the tour that I'm still working on. Uh, I'm still busy studying the information about the different diamonds we have here in South Africa. So that's another tour I'm planning to add on my itinerary. So yeah, uh, that's not, I have about three tours now in my in my itinerary. So yeah, I'm also busy with with, with Diamond Works 
uh, learning about diamonds, diamond cutting, diamond processing, and so forth. So yeah, that's another that's another tour that um I'm still putting together with, with with Diamond Works. So you really are building your 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 industry and your tours and what you can offer to people who who book with you, which is fantastic. Yeah. So where do they reach you? How can they find you? Uh, uh, people can book uh, a tour uh, via A Wall Tours. Uh, I do get bookings from A World Tours. Uh, they can also book uh, tours via Cape Town Tourism uh, because some of the bookings I, I, I get them through uh, Cape Town Tourism. Great, and we'll include the contact details for um, Cape Town Tourism and for A World Tours in the show notes if anyone is wanting to 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 make a booking. As a final question, Winston, what advice would you give? to another young blind person who would be interested in following your example and getting involved in tour guiding? Uh, <clears throat> the name of the movement speaks for itself, okay? Uh, limitless, limitless Cape Town. Uh, there's, as, as a person who always, I pull myself in doing whatever I put my mind into. So I think it's the best way. It's the best way to, to, to put more effort uh, towards what you want to achieve, okay? Uh, I always associate myself with a lion uh, because of, uh, lion is associated first with, with bravery and strength. So I put more strength, more energy uh, working towards what I want to achieve. And I become brave at some time. I've become brave at some time because uh, in any situation, uh there, there, there had to be some calculated risks. So uh, we, we need to take those risks. You need to, uh, to, to challenge life. Uh, to, you need to uh, 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 respond to what life throws at you, okay? Uh, life, it's an interpersonal, uh, I'm not going to say uh, uh, conversation, but it's, 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 it's an interpersonal movement. It's give and take. So you, 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 you ought to adjust. You ought to uh, accept what life throws at you and throw back. So, yeah, that's how it is. Life is, 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 is a battle. It's a two-way street. It's a fight. You can't just fold your hands and expect someone to live your life. No. In order for you to achieve whatever you want, you ought to bully yourself. You ought to get out of your comfort zone. That, 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 that's how it goes. Because you can't get what you want to achieve being in your, in, 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 in your, in your comfort zone. Okay? And there's no growth. There's, no, there's absolutely no growth once you get comfortable at the place. There's no growth. You need, to, you need to challenge yourself. Uh, my advice will be as simple as that. The sky is the limit. And I also want to have uh, to, 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 to say something to, to, to uh, people who have uh, differently able uh, children. They must stop closing those children behind, uh, behind closed doors. They must stop putting them inside the, inside the shells. They must let them uh, free uh, their minds. They must, they must let them fly Okay, explore. You know, I had this prayer. I had this prayer before I I I, I did I did I, I did this this course. I remember I was looking for a job, uh, not having to be uh, uh, thinking unemployed for a year or two. I was asking God to let me shine at the corner where I am at. Okay, He He granted me that favor because uh, what I did the, with this tourism thing, it became. More than I anticipated, because I was looking for a job. But he said to me, "You said you wanted to shine at the at, 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 at the corner where you at. So here's the spotlight. 
the ball is in your court now. So it's, it's, it's a matter of you being able to position yourself, you knowing what you want, and then challenging yourself. I think that is so important. The, the, the comfort of moving out of one's comfort zone, the ability to know what is possible and still have hope, have dreams, and take action to make those dreams a reality. That's such really great advice. And also, I think, very important advice to give to parents with young children with disabilities as well. Winston, thank you so much for coming and talking to us today on A Different Way of Seeing. It's been great to learn a little bit more about yourself, about your journey, and about the work you're doing in the hospitality industry in and around Cape Town. We wish you success with your new tours and with continuing success with the Salt River Street Art Tour. Thank you so much for chatting to us today. Thank you. Thanks, Nick. It's been a great pleasure to, to, to be on your show. Hi, it's Lois again. I'm not certain if you know, but I am a coach who works specifically with people with disabilities. If you have a disability and are wanting to achieve your goals, or maybe think through some of the challenges that you're facing in your professional or personal life, or want to take up a new opportunity, a new adventure, but just don't seem to be able to get to doing it. Let's explore how I can help you. Hop on to the contact me form on my website, www.loisdrachen.com. That's Loisdrachen, L-O-I-S-S-T-R-A-C-H-A-N.com. And sign up for a three 30-minute discovery call so we can chat to see if I am the right person to help you to achieve your goals. Contact me now for that free 30-minute discovery call on loisdrachen.com. I'd love to have the opportunity of helping you to achieve your goals. Thank you for listening to A Different Way of Seeing. We would love to connect with you. So find Lois at loisdrachen.com or Facebook, Loisdrachen Speaker. This podcast was edited by Craig Strachan using Hindenburg Pro. Hindenburg, it's all about the story. The credits are done at Naledi Media. Naledi Media, all your vocal needs under one roof. Read by Charlie Yazi. That's it for now. Thank you for joining us and see you next time when we bring you into the world of seeing differently.